Hello and welcome to WonderPod, episode 236, the last episode of 2014. That's right, we are doing our final show before we all take off for a hiatus, mostly to <laughs> do other stuff. <laughs> I don't know how much of a vacation any of us are getting, <laughs> but it's a hiatus from internet things probably. Uh, joining me this week, as he always does, it's Glacinator. Hello. Uh, I have completely reworked my sleeping schedule uh, so that it parallels one of a bat. Um, every day this week, I've had a paper due at 8 a.m. And in the past, I've had bad experiences with sleeping through things that are due at 8 a.m. So I've completely switched over to waking up in the afternoon and then going to sleep at 9 a.m day so right now i like i woke up like four hours ago so <laughs> i'm very disoriented how long does it the, the difference in age between us probably has plays a role but how long does it take you to get back to a normal sleep schedule when you do that probably two days maybe a day and a half that's not yeah i'm i'm, I'm just three or four days maybe uh, because, because it, it just, it's that second day that always kills me <laughs> when you're trying to get back to the normal sleep eight hours or I run on roughly five to seven hours, depending on the day. Uh, but once I've switched, I'm okay with being up at night and awake during, you know, not awake during the day. Uh, I just, I haven't seen the sun in a while. <laughs> that sounds like my the end of my senior semester in college. It's probably not for the same reasons, though. Uh, also joining us this week, as he always does, it's John. Hey, hey, everybody. So I have an update on uh, on the Hyrule Warriors uh, debacle. Uh, not only is... <clears throat> actually, I should say my Wii U has finally arrived in at Nintendo Canada in Ontario uh, for repairs. It arrived yesterday. Um, after a week in by my, by our friends at Pure Later Courier, uh, it took a week to just get halfway across the country, so it's pretty sad. Uh, but it's there, so it was a ten day turnaround. So I guess I'm not seeing it back until ten days from now. Or uh, I, I went to check my status uh, my, of my of my of my repair. And it's still marked as received. Though they, they they do say that they only update your status once a day, so hopefully I get something back soon. Though, however, they, Nintendo of Canada was very quick to uh, take the cost of the repair out of my credit card <laughs> upon as soon as it arrived. Uh, so, yeah, so there's that. Um, but in terms of Hyrule Warriors, a I I may not have a, a Wii U in time, and b Wanda uh, just walked in and asked me if she's wrapping that gift for Under the Tree, and I said, go ahead. So I will not be... There is now a layer of uh, impenetrable wrapping paper between me and that game, so it might be over. Thoughts? Uh, you two talk amongst yourselves. Mixelar has decided to fuck us in the ass sideways. They can't hear you guys, and for some reason, it's not working, and I don't know if I can fix it. So, I, I, I have a thought on it. Let me spend another minute or two 
see if I can fix this. Uh, the, the live audience is just going to have to hear this on the recorded episode. Um, actually, I do have a thought on it. What John was talking about was the fact that it looks like he's going to be keeping Hyrule Warriors that it will not go or that it will not uh, not be opened before Christmas Day for reasons, and I'm, be, for reasons beyond my control I'm okay with that <laughs> uh, I don't know I think it's a bit of a it was it's become less about my willpower and just a matter of time I don't know I, I, I don't, I don't... A divine intervention there yeah, I don't. I don't know if I feel right about taking a victory on that one. If we just want to call it Kaputsky. Uh we could discuss it. So, I mean, we could we could discuss it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm really irritated that Mixelar is not doing what I wanted to do <laughs> at the moment. Um, so, so, they, so they still can't hear me. Nope. It's just, it does not like when I plug in, okay, it, it doesn't like when I plug in something, and it's now just broken completely. Ah. Uh. So, we're kind of boned. It's refusing, cancel. It's refusing to do anything I want it to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah good one, John. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling the uh, the chat audience that I just said something amazingly juicy and controversial. Yeah, I know. I can see that. And... Oh, no, I, I know you can, but the people at home cannot. <laughs> yep. It's not letting me change anything. So we're going to keep going on the recorded. Uh, and see. I'm going to see if I can shut this mixelar down and get it back up so if you guys want to hang out and chat for like two minutes no i can't do that either because the stupid thing will freaking close it all out yeah and it's not letting me change anything i don't know what the deal is but we're coming through on the recording yeah so, okay hmm. yeah let, let me see what happens when I, i'm gonna shut mixelar down guys for a sec i'll we'll be right back um, this sucks. Yes, stop. Jesus, we'll cut this out of some of this out of the show. I don't get that. It was it was going fine with you guys, and then continue. All right, the broadcast. Yeah. All right, say something now, guys. See what happens. Testing. Hey, I think we might be back. Controversial and juicy. Yes, it was horrible what John said about me and and I things. cried. I, I cried. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, figures. Hey, last show of the year, the biggest fuck ups. I like it. I kind of like it. It seems somewhat fitting that it the final is not going to go down without a fight. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, so let's let's catch them up on the non-juicy stuff that I won't mm. be cutting out of the uh, recorded audio. So essentially, against your will, Hyrule Warriors got wrapped up as a present. Yep, and and plus my Wii U is 
only now at Nintendo Canada with a 10-day turnaround. Well, then, okay. By Olivia's reaction, I'd say they can hear you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how is radio dying? <laughs> Who knew? Um, I'm not going to have my input on this. Because ultimately, I'm the one whose wallet it's coming out of. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it up to you two to debate right now before we get into the rest of the year review show uh, on whether I should buy John a game or not. And it, it, how how should this bet end? So, Glace, why don't you go with your thoughts first? Oh, geez. Uh, maybe you should have a penalty while playing. No, but it wasn't his fault that it, we broke. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a way to make it balanced. To make it, have a punishment but a reward at the same time. <laughs> John only gets DLC for a game he doesn't own. <laughs> <laughs> that might work. That might work. <laughs> I don't even know if you could buy DLC for a game somebody doesn't own. <laughs> Buy him like Train Simulator or something. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. And then he, he has to review it for the site. What was that's... that really crappy one? Crash Simulator. What was that one that came out? Goat Simulator. No, 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 no. No, there was like Rock Simulator that actually made it onto Steam for a short time. I don't know if it's still on there. And I think like a grass growing simulator. Oh, perfect. Or if there's like a lawn mowing one, like. Okay, that's what we're gonna do. This is this is what's gonna happen. Oh uh, yeah, there is the bread simulator as well. Yeah, there's that one. Okay, here's what here's what's gonna happen. There's gonna be no dollar amount on it, but yeah, I am gonna get you on purpose the most horrible game I can find. Uh, and y- you can write a review for the site if you want, but uh... <laughs> I, like how, I like how I'm getting. Pu- I'm actually I'm getting punished for something. Like- well, no, no, I'm getting you in a free game. What are you talking about? I'm giving you an out for that. <laughs> but if nothing else, you're gonna have to give us detailed, detailed Ob- observations, observations of playing it for the winter break. Like, yeah, so, so the, the, na- the name of the segment will be uh, what you better have been better have been playing. Hey, I could have been a royal jerk and forced you guys to play the depression game. <laughs> That's true. So, and John, yes. Here, here's why this punishment makes sense. Glacinator's gonna love this. See, without you having joined our merry crew, and we love having you here. Don't get me wrong. You would not have brought Roger into the mix. And without you bringing Roger into the mix, Glacinator would not have got his ass handed to him at Virtual <laughs> Boy Challenge, which is still haunting him to this day. When I, oh, yes. when I mentioned it before the show. So I, th- I, th- I think we've got, I think, I think we've got a, a, a suitable end to the uh, Hyrule Warrior saga worked out. We'll we'll discuss the details in private where John can call us assholes for making it, turning it into a winning bet, into a job. <laughs> You're an evil genius in training, Glacinator. I kind of like it. Um, what happens when you have two younger brothers? So, especially <laughs> expected. One, especially one of them, one of those younger brothers. 
who's always looking to make things messy if, if it's a little, at all possible. So basically tonight, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to recap uh, the year that was for Wonderpod. I don't, if we have time at the end, we may get into like game of the year games that we really loved. But I think in discussions we've had both on Facebook and before shows, that's probably really not appropriate for us this year. Or at least it just wouldn't be all that entertaining. Um, like for me right now, I'd probably end up giving it to Dragon Age, but I'm only 50 hours into it and have by no means gotten close to finishing it. Um, so, so what what I what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring up some stuff that you guys heard me talk about uh, before the show, and these guys are gonna respond or we're gonna talk about and bring back up some memories that stuff we did in uh, 2014, essentially. So. Let's uh, let's start with one we are still actively debating, and if any of you in the audience could remember, <laughs> if Glace is right or I'm right, we'll go with it. Uh, from episode 190, the loud bang. Now, the basic facts of this is we were going along in a in a relatively normal mundane show, and there was a loud bang on somebody's end. We're pretty sure it was Glacinators. And that led to a lot of jokes about gunshots and Segway cops. Now, that's all I remember about it. Glace, do you have any better recollection of... Because there's been two of these, apparently. Yes, I just remember multiple occasions where something that sounded like a gunshot happened while I was on campus. I remember one happened at least two years ago, and that was the first time that I brought up the Segway cops. Uh, there might have been another instance, which is what you're talking about, but I don't exactly remember when that happened. The Segway cops were definitely a running gag, and I, and I believe yeah. that the second time, um, it might have been a culmination of, of the cop jokes. I, I think both times happened. I think the funnier of the two, or, or possibly more, I swore happened in Boston, but that's what's great about kind of doing this in a, in a review, it, you know, year in review type fashion. I mean, yeah, that was only 40 some odd shows ago. <laughs> but as humans, I don't care what your age is, you have a difficult time remembering the particulars, you know. And when I wrote this down in a little set of notes, I just figured that was the only one until Glaze said it earlier tonight. So I didn't bother to listen to it because I was, uh, you know, just I had one specific set of memories for it and had forgotten until I said that it had happened more than once. Uh, I mean, it's it's the South, so (laughs) surprise it's only been two times. Well, in the history of this show, I think one of the better running gags, and I'm biased, I'm not going to deny that because it makes me chuckle just the thought of security on a Segway, is the Segway Cops. I mean, didn't you even at one point, don't I have an image running around somewhere in my personal archives of a Segway with lights and sirens on it or something like that? I think I sent you a picture of what they look like. I don't know. Either you sent me a picture or one of his Photoshop stuff. I don't remember. Um, real well, quick. Huh? In other news, they started giving out jaywalking tickets this year. So uh, that's a thing. The cops did? The Segway cops? Yep. Campus police giving jaywalking tickets? 
Yep. For like, uh, like these are like single lane roads too, like one way roads. And like they're all mo- probably like what twenty five mile an hour and under speed limit. Oh, like ten. Yeah. Man, I'd have been in big trouble coming home from the bar on Friday night in university if they'd been giving out jaywalking tickets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to guess that it's cop-specific. You know, like the ones that are really angry they washed out a real police academy probably give out more than the ones that know they're a security guard, basically. Armed security. Uh... Let's see. What's the next one we should do? Uh, the the one that kind of made me chuckle because it, you know, I haven't. Chris brings up a very excellent point. Have either of you actually ever attempted to use the Segway? I've I, seen them for rent in like San Francisco and Seattle is the two cities I can think of I've been in since they kind of became public things. Uh, and I just never bothered trying them. Yeah, I am very certain I would be on my ass. I know you're not supposed to be on the rest, and they're supposed to be designed that way, but I don't feel that I would be coordinated enough to be. <laughs> or I would lose some, I don't know. I don't think I would do well. I mean, I'd use the Segway in, in conversation, but... Uh... Oh. Oh. Wow. Uh, can, can, where's the boot button? What? <laughs> Really? You couldn't you couldn't have saved up that bad pun karma for next year, the last show of the year. Get a head start, man. That's a that's a that's a good segue to another topic. Should we just all blame Chris for bringing for uh should we just all blame Chris for bringing this on us and call it a day? Um Okay, so this once you get the pun train rolling, it doesn't stop. I know, I know. Unfortunately, I know three or four people who love puns. Um, Here's here's what what's what's the ambulance's favorite video game system? I don't know. Wii U, Wii U. (laughs) Uh, I I had an idea. It was either Wii or Wii U. (laughs) It had to be one of the two. Um, The other thing that I want to bring up. Mostly because you guys don't study the news, and you in the audience too, as much as I do. So I'm curious about. <laughs> Did we just make Roger leave? It begins. <laughs> I apologize. Roger loves puns. That's not why. If he, if he left, that's why. That's not why. Sorry. The steam machines. Yes. We discussed their survivability aspect. Uh, first show out of the gate this year, episode 189. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet on the, on the Steam Machine front. Right? Um, yeah, I was just going to ask you, have you have you heard any more about them in your daily existence between January and now? Zero percent. I, I think I... Like they're, like they're out, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Some yeah, of yeah. them are. I, I'm pretty sure I saw one at my local... Future Shop, which is kind of like a Best Buy, uh, but uh, but that was the only case of instance of me seeing them in the wild, and that was when they first came out. I think I, I don't I don't know if I if I like when I helped my <clears throat> I helped my my aunts um, buy a new computer, and I, I don't remember seeing one on the shelf at that time, and that was that was like four months ago or so. What's interesting to me is I pulled a few other people. Friends of mine of varying tech levels. 
um, throughout this week once I saw this, uh, once I grabbed that topic on Monday. Uh, and it, it, <laughs> hashtag blame glaze. I'm using that for the rest of the week on Twitter, just on anything. I want to talk about the hot dog. I ate blame glaze. Um, anyway, you're lucky tomorrow's Friday glaze and I'll probably forget. Uh, I've seen a couple reviewed by PC magazine, PC magazines. Like, you know, they're online now. Obviously they're not, I don't think any of them are in print anymore. But it was Alienware, which is already a pretty well-known company, and they went the other way and decided to go with Windows 8. And it was one other, I can't remember the brand now. And I think they were using just standard Linux. I don't know what happened over at Valve, but their OS has pretty much been MIA out of the news for eight months, and the Steam machines did. You know. And, and... Well, it'd be really easy for me to go, told you so, told you so, told you so. It's it's cheap to say that because it's not hard to see it coming. Hardware is hard to break into. We said it at that time, and it's proving to be true. You know, I hope Valve kind of just quietly bows out of it and sticks to software and digital sales platforming, you know, and, and this will be the last of this. I mean, if they want to do the OS thing for shits and grins, okay. But, I mean, at the rate it's going, by the time that OS is out, so will Windows 9. And supposedly Windows 9 is far superior to Windows 8. Everybody will love us again. Which, given the track record of various Windows OSs, I would say that's probably going to be true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the world hated Vista. 7 was okay. 8 sucked. 9 should be... Given the pattern, mm, like Star Trek movies, except that the Star Treks were the even number of ones that were good. I'm not surprised. Most people I've talked to um, have uh, have said that you know they they heard about them and then um, you know that was the end of it. So. Yeah. Uh, let's have a final report. This came. This started at episode 197. Uh, let's have an update on your cousin, John. How's he been? Oh, Austin. No, well, uh, don't forget now. He's my twin brother. My twin brother, Austin. Then why was it cousin in the post? I thought we did. Did we do cousin and then twin brother? Or did I just get confused? Mm, okay, he's my twin cousin then. That one. Anyway, my, my twin cousin, Austin, uh, down in Texas. I, I visited him a couple times. Um Earlier in the year, and we spent some great times. Uh, uh, this is just recapping for people uh, watching the, the WWE Network on his television. Uh, you know, surprisingly similar to mine, um, but uh, yeah, Austin's doing well. He's he's been enjoying a lot of pay per views uh, every month. Uh, they're they're coming on on his TV, and he's having friends over, and a couple a couple of big shebangs with some you know barbecues and. Lots of really unhealthy food uh, once a month. Uh, yeah, he's been quite. He's been satisfied uh, with with his uh, ten dollars a month that he's that he's been paying. Uh, you know, compared to up here, we have you know they're now offering it across all cable systems for eleven ninety nine a month, and it's only a and it's still only a best of the network, not not the full meal uh, Netflix style deal. Um, yeah, so 
I'm 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 gonna keep visiting Austin uh, to, to catch pay per views every month. I think. If I may say, one of our more creative uh, moments of the show, with with uh, you know you traveling back and forth and doing all that to bring it to the our fine podcast. <laughs> well, I gotta let the people know what's going on, right? You know, it's a personal show, family show. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what episode was that? I could look because I used that. The I the, Chris just brought up the I've fallen and I can't get up. Ah, uh, life alert. L- the life alert, and I used the life alert lady as the banner. <laughs> I need to fire up my brain and see if I can figure out which one that was. That was a pretty what funny was, what was the context of that. That, you know, I, let's see if I... It was episode 204 was the... Uh, and, and the banner was one of my favorites. Wonderpod, down goes Granny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally like the VHS quality screenshot of her laying on her back, one hand on her walker <laughs> by the back. Oh, no, excuse me. She's got her head resting on the bathtub. Um... <laughs> and that was that was episode two hundred four, and in this in this one, at least going off of um, the little snippets I write here, it just says life alert tangent. But then two down from that, we had a we had our way with the Segway cops again. Mm-hmm. Um, was the uh, uh, was the the old lady one? The, the life alert did that have to do with the with the Wii U uh, quality of life platform? That very well could have been. Shocking! I can't remember that. That that's that very well could have been. Uh, what what that was? I'm just trying to remember why we were taking the piss out of the Segway cops again. I like the R2D2. You guys should go look at Facebook real quick. The the photo Olivia, Olivia just posted. Um, that R2-D2 is awesome. Now I want one. But yeah, and then she's actually got a video of the Life Alert lady in better quality than I found the screenshot. Um, yeah, that was a good bit. That's why I want to do this. Just, I've got a bunch written down, but, um, the other thing I want to do, and then we'll get into some of the other people that, that showed up on the show this year, uh, is thank these guys. Cause what'd you say, John? I think it was one episode 192. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that episode 192, that might go back to actually, did you guys do when I was gone at my friend's wedding? Uh, was that was that your first actual show doing it soup to nuts without me? I think so. My, my first show, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Episode 192 is, uh, yeah, you, Glacinator, and Gunsage, who was also on some rotation episodes we did with a f- four-man and then not four man. Uh, it was great to have Gunsage back. Um, maybe maybe we'll get an opportunity to do it again in the future. But yeah, that that show. I I told these guys before the show that um, you know, I I didn't plan not listening to the show to um, to basically. So it would become fodder. That's just kind of the way it worked out. 
But I need to thank you guys tremendously because it's 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 nice. I love doing the show, so I'm not going to miss many. But it's nice on those occasions when I do need to be out that if you guys are up for it and have something you want to talk about, uh, you can do that. You know, and, and, it, and it's great that, that you guys do an awesome job with it. Uh, everybody as awesome as I do. So it, it's really nice. Um, yeah, episode 177. It's got, I, I used for the banner the uh, the prototype controller for the Steam machine that had no thumbsticks. Oh, yeah. It was episode 177. Uh, I think you guys gave me as much crap about not listening to that one as you did about the 192, as I remember, right? <laughs> All crap I deserved. I'm not doing that. But, yeah, so that was great. Um, we also had Quiglin, a friend of mine from Worm Online and other games that I play on for episode 210. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Glacinated Razan. I think, John, you and... Was that... That wasn't the... That wasn't the rock festival you guys went to, was it, John? Wait, no. What number? It was episode 210. Let me look at the date. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now for you too. June sixth. Yeah, that was about it. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, we got it was gonna be just Glace and I. Uh, and and then Quig was able to make it, and so we we had some fun. I think we did. I think we did a rehash of YouTube. Uh, <laughs> YouTube oh wait, no, 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 it wasn't June. Uh, maybe that was one uh, one I went to. Uh... Oh wait, no. Oh, I take it back. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking at. I just went to the Heavy Montreal calendar, and it was, and I saw the date August seventh, eighth, and ninth. That was, that was, uh, that was. That's next year's date. Though I think it, I think it was in August. Hold on, now. You, you keep talking. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Did you guys do? Did you guys do one other uh, vacation this year? It seems like you guys did one more big vacation before Peter. Nope, that was it. I mean, I I'm, I may have it might have been one of the one of the nights I went to a to a wrestling show. That probably was it. I bet that was it. You had you went to a wrestling show and we couldn't do it on a Friday, and then Quiglin showed up. Yeah. Um, what am I? <laughs> this is one where I would actually like to go back and listen to the show. One of the snippets is traded to Scandinavia in a three country deal. <laughs> I can't even tell you what that is at this point. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, the other the other good one was cow water skiing. I'm assuming that Quiglin t- got me to, to explain what cow water skiing was on the show, which is horrifying. Um, and then the other special guest that we had this year, if I missed any, you in the audience tell me because we're or if we missed any, was Roger who appeared. What do we say? Episode two seventeen. Mm-hmm, I think so. Yeah, I'm scrolling. It's kind of nice. I've gotten to the point where I can just hit back and forward on my mouse to go through the water pod. Yeah, what did we talk about with Roger? That one I don't remember. Let's see. Oh, right. We brought up the Virtual Boy Challenge yes, that also course, took place oh, this year. Of course we did. Mm-hmm. He had six of them at that time, Glacinator, in case you didn't know. I haven't touched Animal Crossing in so long. <laughs> um, yeah, Roger's right. It was last year. 
Did you guys we, talk about Guardians of the Galaxy? And I had to, I had to take my headphones off and not listen. Yes, we did. Yes, uh, yes. No, you were on that show. I don't think we talked about it. I think we just talked about it in a general sense. Did we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy at length and spoiler length? Because I didn't give a shit. I'm not sure. Roger. July twenty fifth. I mean, I, I know, I know, I that saw was that. Like, that was around E three, wasn't it? June, July twenty fifth. Oh yeah, we didn't do any spoilers. We just talked about it because it was on the show for several weeks, given the fact that we couldn't believe how amazingly well it done, or at least I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I think one of one of the two of you was on the fence with me, and then the other was dead on right. Uh, what else did we talk about? Oh, we talked about the Darth Vader fireplace. Do you guys remember oh, this? Oh yeah, that was huge. That was the big, the big old the outdoor uh, wood stove kind of deal. Yeah, I can't. Uh, you motherfucking raccoon with a motherfucking machine. That's no lie. Um, paste. Yeah, Glace, I don't, you didn't get to see this, but there you go. That's I can't. Sorry guys, I can't post it in the uh, damn chat. Yeah, definitely switching. Uh... Ah, I haven't seen it either yet, Chris, but that's because I'm a lazy slobber goes anywhere. <laughs> oh, God. You know what that reminds me of? It the... reminds me of, of Page Master. Do you remember that movie? With the oh. books? It was an animated movie. It was the first movie I ever remember crying and running out of the theater. In the very beginning of the movie, like this kid, it's li- it starts out live action, and he goes down to the basement. And there's like giant furnace in the basement that looks evil, and like he gets teleported into Book World. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Oh, Chris says he knows what it is. I, I, I remember. I remember. Is that a Jim Henson movie? Or animated? You said it was animated. It was, it was animated. It was two D. Um, that's what that. That's what that fireplace reminds me of. Yeah, I think we commented at the time it didn't look very Darth Vader-like, but it's still fucking awesome. I don't care what you say. Uh, Okay, so what else we got going on here? Um, Oh yeah, episode 208, which was a live show. And the reason I'm going to bring that up, and I'm not going to go into specifics even though I know exactly, specifically what I said that evening, was... The influence of Master Quiglin on me at times allows me to loosen up to the point, non-alcohol, where <laughs> I will talk about, uh, I will talk about things or or at least riff on tangents that I normally probably wouldn't riff on on the show. But you got to understand if you go to waterpotonline.com and look at episode 208, it's a it's a chi- Photoshop chicken with a virtual fap helmet on it. Uh, and I mean, it's just my screwed up, sad little mind that is going to make me laugh and make me riff and do things. And you know what? Uh, <laughs> you guys want to know two of the things from the uh, two snippets? From that, say that again. Uh, two snippets from that episode. What? What? That I, that I wrote. Roger and Glacinator dropped the hammer. So I'm assuming that meant you guys were ripping on me. Uh, why does Glacinator know the Lifetime Movie Network schedule? What? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I had to guess, knowing me, 
you must have brought up too many Lifetime movies in one podcast, and so I decided that was funny. Lifetime movies, gosh. Yeah. Um, and then I know we got some good riffs on <laughs> chickens living on a virtual free range. I don't remember that. I, I, I don't remember the chicken what the chicken stuff. I do remember how it slid into horses and various things you you have to do to horses uh in in when you work with them. Except I was far more graphic that night. I'm not gonna repeat it because it was it, you know, uh, in fact, I think the way I titled that was ruining lives one horrid, horrid, real joke at a time. Hmm. Um, how about you, Glace? I know John kind of mentioned before the show um, about, you know, Roger being on and, and the gun sage rotating in and doing the show with you guys. What What was one of your favorite things from this year, if you can think of any? Uh, well, the chicken one definitely. Now that you brought that one up, I remember very vividly that episode. Um, I liked our episode where we talked about where I we got to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy when it finally did come out. Uh, I think because I actually had something cohesive to say for once. Um, something else. I mean, I was all over the place this summer. Oh yeah, we were talking about uh, my my trip to Canada before the show. That was a, that's a good one. <laughs> if you if you want my travel advice, go listen to that one. What episode was it where you got a connection long enough, or had gotten back from the wilderness of Canada, where you were meter to Canada in ten minutes than I have been in four years, <laughs> in any internet platform? It was sometime in late June. Yes, the bay, the Bay of yeah. Unfundy. Unfundy, yeah. You were you were touring around Maine for a while, and then you went for a a, a, a longer than you wanted to be scoot up to uh, up to the Bay of Fundy to see the tide come in. <laughs> Somehow thinking that would be really exciting, I think. But we still so we still give our mom like so much shit <laughs> for that trip. Like, even my dad, who's the nicest guy, is just like, "Sweet, this was terrible." Just <laughs> 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 flat out. That actually, in a retrospect, that actually what you're describing sounds a lot like my dad. He will never usually criticize when him and my mom go places or go to different restaurants when they're traveling. Dad may not like it, but he won't say anything. But if he was to ever say anything, that would be basically the description of it. You know, uh, like, sweetie or honey, that was horrid. And then that was it. <laughs> He'd never say another thing again about it. I think what's funny about that to me is Glacinator's family, I always had like this picture in my head that they're like the Griswolds from vacation, you know, from the vacation movies. And and that probably wasn't true until the Bay of Fundy incident. Then it kind of sealed the stereotype of the Griswolds traveling throughout the world i mean usually we have a good time i mean there's some fighting that goes along but when we get to the destination and then everything is redeemed but i mean this time the destination was some rocks and some water that wasn't there and uh, slowly slowly rising water we were were only there for like 10 minutes because it started to rain (laughs) it was 
It was bad. Well, wasn't there a snafu in that your mom thought it was going to come in a lot faster than it actually did? She had like images of like a tsunami or something. You know, it's like everything just like comes in in like 10 seconds. There's like people surfing on it. I don't know. Uh, before I throw a few more out, John, how about you? What do you, what do you remember from 2014 in gaming or in WonderPod? Um, I, I remember showing Peter, um, the video uh, of us in Minecraft doing the episode within Minecraft. I thought that was pretty, I thought that the whole experience was pretty interesting and fun. I, I don't know if this was going to be a talking point for you later, but, um, but yeah, I thought, I thought, like just, you know, Peter watching it and then hearing hearing my voice and then your voices too, and he just didn't. He was just, "What is this? Can we play this? Can I play this game with you in it?" <laughs> and because and, and he laughed at me at the very beginning when I jumped at the at the spider, I didn't know what the spider was doing. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, he thought that was pretty pretty hilarious. And uh, but yeah, that, that, I thought that was a fun experience overall. Um, just a different way to you know a way to mix it up. You know, Pat and I talked about it pretty extensively because I respect the hell out of his opinion on when things work and when they don't. I and he and it's not really that that it's just basically Pat and I talk on a pretty consistent daily basis. And you know, I think his comment to me was we were a little too distracted, and that is correct. But I was pretty impressed, outside of the editing job that went along with it, with how well it went overall anyway, because you're trying to discuss any topics you have at hand while at the same time playing a video game. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's definitely enough. not something... I don't, I don't know if it's something you could do enough times to get it to where it flows better. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, what was interesting to me about it, was, like, you start anything. You know, the start of this... This podcast was pretty rough. We didn't know what we were doing. I really won't lay claim we know what we're doing now. But, you know, there's there's certain things and tricks and stuff that you learn as you do more with just sheer repetition. I don't know if trying to do a video podcast while playing a video game ever would be that seamless, that flawless. No, and perhaps it wouldn't. I, I just really thought that it was a, it was a neat tangent. tangent. You know, like an like an alternate version or an alternate reality, just like you know, a special special treat kind of thing, rather than rather than, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do it every week, but it was something that I thought was pretty cool. Hey, to answer Pat's question, yeah, you can you can record and export shows from Twitch to uh, to YouTube. Um, actually, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, stuff twitch tv may be where we do live shows in 2015 for WonderPod. just the audio podcast i mean there'll be some kind of game or something up running in the background maybe pre-recorded footage i put together uh so you don't have to stare at my desktop for <laughs> or or the same skype window and, and chat screen i look at <laughs> for 90 minutes um Ooh, could we like uh you know like how in google hangouts they have like the like the shared drawing thing, you know? Could we all, like, get on, like, a drawing application and, like, all draw, and you can screenshot that? I could probably... Yeah, you might be able to do that. I don't know if you would need something like Cam Twist. 
which is a kind of software that goes from your webcam, which I do have one laying around here somewhere, probably. Uh, a lot of comic artists use Cam Twist uh, to, to be able to show what they're drawing and then show their desktop. By the way, Chris is getting ready to leave. I hope he, um, he's probably already closed out his window, but I need to really thank Chris and Olivia for being awesome listeners, but also for Chris taking the time to sit down with me a couple weeks ago so we could have a Thanksgiving show that wasn't just the best of. It was a lot of fun to do, and, and I'm going to hopefully we'll get a chance to do something with, with him and Olivia next year. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of why I'm still – just in the thinking process or that's, that's kind of something we need to discuss if we're going to switch to Twitch uh, is the fact that, that what are we going to put in the background? And it could change week to week. Glace. We could just start with standard, you know, here, look at Minecraft and maybe I'll move the character every once in a while <laughs> while we do a regular podcast. Um, but, but that, that's definitely an, an opportunity. I, I think, you know, what I think, John, you were trying to trying to lead me into or, or give me a segue to is us doing the the six or five or six episodes we did a Wonder Plays, uh, which Roger was also a part of that too. Um, I you know Wonder Plays was a great thing if we all had more time. I I think it's a nice diversion where you get together and you find a group game and you play a group game for an hour. Uh, you know. Glacinator being the younger of the set, and I will always probably disagree on what the video <laughs> length should be. Um, but at the same time, though, that's that's just pure entertainment. That's where if you ever got the uh, the time and the opportunity to put the effort into it, uh, that's something that could become flawless. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys just put in the, you know, j- just just find a game and there's new games come out that are good group games. Uh, that's one that, Hey, in the grand scheme of things, we may never go back to it, but it's one that's sitting there on the pile. Definitely not, you know, going to gather much dust. It'll, it'll stay fresh in my mind if we ever find the opportunity to put it together again. Uh, because that was a lot of fun. Uh, the Castle Crashers ones were probably the best, especially the one with the fight at the end, not because I won it, but just because of all the trash talking and, and jumping around and talking, you know, during it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's things like that, that I think we need to explore. Not so much video content, but just doing different things, getting out of the format and the mold like Chris and I were talking about during the Thanksgiving episode. Um, you know, and doing different things. Uh, let's see. Let's actually roll into something else. It was kind of, um, kind of, uh, like wonder pod specific was, we probably should update the listening audience, both live and tomorrow's on the game creation thing that we did episode. Ah, shit. I just had the notepad file up. Now it's gone. Episode 223, so 10, let's see, what would that be? 13 episodes ago, we did one, and then Glacinator kind of ran into the buzzsaw that was finals. Uh, And so we never got back to it. Is that something you guys would be interested in back to uh, in 2015? 
uh, I might have more time now. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, sorry, I was muted. Yeah, I, I think I think I'll probably have a bit more in the in in the, in the new year. Um, work uh, is fixing to slow down a little bit more, I think, in Q1 and Q2. So, yeah, I, I probably won't be as uh, tired and crotchety in the night times. Well, I mean, that's you know, it's funny. This this show doesn't. I don't. I don't even know what how to put it into context of how much effort it takes. But the end of the years are always hard. I mean, I'm I'm running out of gas too. You know, and it's not that we don't. The audience should understand. It's not we don't like doing the show. <laughs> it's just some periods are going to be better than others. And gaming went through some pretty rough moments in 2014. You know, that as Glacinator brought brought basically right to our, you know, right in front and center, they just got tired of talking about. You know, our talking about it wasn't going to solve the problems. Mm-hmm. At least that's that's kind of the way I interpreted it. Uh, Glace, you know, that, that, I mean, there's things going on and changes happening that, that need to happen. It's a natural progression, but, uh, but trying to, trying to commentate on it every week is just not going to do you any good after a while. (laughs) Nobody wants to see me in my underpants. (laughs) <laughs> I why Pat so that you're not the only one who's been seen in their undershorts in the WPO crew. <laughs> we we're gonna do that for that episode. I'd be wearing boxers. There's no way I'd wear boxer briefs like I normally do. Might give away a little bit too much of the game. But I, <laughs> yeah, see, I figured. <laughs> but I actually want to ask you, Glaze. Do you, as we head out of 2014 and the changes we made when we we were all kind of getting sick of the the serious business of serious, do you think sitting here tonight, right now, that there's still times we should talk about serious business of serious, or is it just all so much outrage and so much uh, upheaval that some of which should not be upheaval? That it's too hard to sift through to find the really important bits. Um, I, I don't think WonderPod is how most people get their their news in terms of like immediate news. Uh, so I think we can talk about you know these issues when they come up, but I don't think we have to bring them up as like every time there's some sort of update to them. Uh, I think more of a recap of the situation would be better than. A continual, you know, update sort of thing. I agree. That's one of the. It's funny that I w- I have been thinking about that, and the other along the lines of that, the other thing I've been thinking is how important is this issue to me before I even bring it to you guys. There's some stuff that I feel at this juncture. Like you said, they're not people aren't getting their their main news source from us that can be done in a single recap a couple weeks later. And actually, that happened a few times this year, 
where I saw kind of what the arc of the, the controversy was going to be and waited until it was on the downslope, but still relevant to discuss it. The Zoe Quinn thing was kind of that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and actually the, uh, when I, when I brought up, um, oh shit, I can't think of her name. Oh, balls. Um, the gal, the gal from the guild. When I brought up her op-ed, oh, Felicia Day. Felicia Day. That's a, a another good example of not so much an update, but a good take on something. I think that's also critical. Is this is what I'm reading a good take on something we've already talked about? Because I, I let me ask you this: We talked about if you look at my notes, we talked about Man of Steel versus Captain America. About six episodes. Is that different to you, or did we go too far with that? Glaze first, and then I want to hear your take on that too, John. Did we go too far on what? On just did we talk about it too damn much? Did, did we beat, like, did like we, the other stuff? Did we beat a dead horse? With what? Captain America versus Man of Steel. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe leaning towards yes. So it is possible even with stuff that's funny and humorous. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of good time talking about it, but uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of repeat topics that much, just personally. Well, that's, that becomes the other problem after four years. Yeah, it's like, what do you talk about? Yeah, so, it's going ha- to happen at times. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, some of that is a little bit hindsight. Like at the time, it was the cool topic to talk about, and there happened to be new news every week, almost every week for several weeks in a row. Like you don't intend to, you know, that we sit, we would sit down and intend to talk about that same topic for four weeks in a row. But then again, if something new came out or a trailer, I mean, that I mean that 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 refreshes the uh, the thoughts in your mind, right? Well, the other problem is, and this is where it's purely selfish on my part. I'm never going to pass up an opportunity to rip on Ben Affleck as Daredevil. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Once they cast him as Batman, I'm like, oh, it's over. I'm going to make fun of this for the rest of 2014. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, just like Guardians of the Galaxy, where I personally had to come on and go, hey, turns out that movie did awesome. Fair enough. <laughs> if Man of Steel 2 turns out to be awesome and... And Ben Affleck as Batman uh, is awesome. Then okay, you know, I, it still was worth it for the cheap jokes. It's not going to diminish your take away from the opportunity to make jokes about Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again: Daredevil director's cut was a decent ass movie. I I know you've said that a bunch of times. You're still not getting me to watch Daredevil again, even a director's cut. That's just not going <laughs> to happen. Was this year the year that I made fun? Of the fact that Daredevil exists as a comic because the yeah. fans would be blind was that this year? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Okay, yes. I'm putting I'm putting that up as a as a highlight for me. I do believe you even asked if they printed comics in Braille, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Roger, don't defend Daredevil. <laughs> Just stop it. It was, I mean, no, it was bad. You're never going to convince me it wasn't that bad. 
Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, where, with the other one where I went off the rails, and I ripped them off a tiny little bit, but it was totally something I felt I just couldn't get the words the same way, is uh, Ryan Schomer, the writer of the webcomic Least, Least I Could Do, went on a tear about Daredevil. And one of the characters uh, in the comic was like, oh, so he's a blind guy that has special radar so he can see. So he's a normal fucking guy. And that just was it for me. That Then the whole the tearing apart Daredevil every opportunity I had, and sometimes using that that as a joke, definitely, definitely had to happen. I mean, it's just it's the way it is. Um, well, it's not the way it is. It was the way it was going to happen. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, uh, the E.T. Cartridge Saga. Now, when we talked about that, guys, it had not been even cleared to go for the search for these cartridges. Uh, what was your thoughts on the fact that they ultimately found them and now they're being sold on eBay, or at least they were being sold on eBay? Uh, John, you first. Uh, I, I mean, it was an interesting story to begin with, but it wasn't something that I was particularly, you know, fascinated by. Um, that they're being sold on eBay, I'm not surprised in the least. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll have to say, is this something that I never really latched onto that hard? Glaze, how about you? Uh, was the original topic that we brought up about the documentary, or did we just speculate that there was going to be a documentary? Because I remember I had I said that the original the original topic was that there was a documentary in the works, but the city in New Mexico where they were supposedly buried was was barring the team from going, and so. They were kind of in limbo. And then a few weeks later, I don't remember how many, Microsoft got on board with their Xbox division. And all the the problems with the New Mexico authorities went away. And then it was for sure a documentary. So it wasn't, it, it wasn't confirmed as a documentary or even had started digging when we first talked about it in episode 201. It okay. was just basically that they had located them. Okay. They thought. Well, I guess I, it turned out how I thought it would turn out. So, I find it interesting because I, I don't know if you if you talk to a lot of people because I I didn't how they would you know it seemed pretty much either you were interested in it and kind of found it cool or you just weren't fascinated by it like John because I found it kind of cool and it's like well will they find them you know what kind of shape are they going to be in after thirty years or more. Uh, and then, and I wonder if that was pretty much people in general's take. There was no middle ground. Either they thought it was kind of interesting, or they just found it to be boring as shit and didn't care. So, any others, guys? I'm good. John, anything else that you'd like to bring up? Um. I wish I kept my notes that I wrote, I'd written down yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I can't seem to find them here on my desk. Um, hmm. I thought about 
please give him Canada a hard time. Talk about Wonder Plays. Crap, what the heck was over We could talk about how we're the only probably tech slash nerd gaming podcast and not only talked about virtual chickens and horse porn, but also told the entire story of the exploding whale saga. Oh, yeah, we had that around here, didn't we? You guys had one. How did that get started? Was it you said that they were going to do one there in, in Newfoundland? And I so then I immediately called to mind the one that happened in <laughs> in Oregon that went horribly, horribly wrong. Well, there was, they were um, trying to figure out what the heck to do because that whale was uh, getting... Oh, right. Was, ...was blowing up. It was like a little balloon. It was like a balloon, right? And they were trying to figure out whether or not they could they could release the pressure and what would happen if they did. And, and then that led to uh, various YouTube uh, videos of where people actually did try to put a, a stick of dynamite underneath a blown up... Uh, Whale and then kablooey, <laughs> it all went everywhere. Um, yeah, that was a, that, that that lasted quite a while this past year. That tangent of might be a little on the gross scale, but those ones that come out of nowhere that have absolutely nothing to do with nerd stuff always are going to be some of my favorites because, especially when we just run with them. Um, I'll tell you my favorite segment of the year only happened four shows ago when you guys took over hosting unless you specifically told me about something i would look at my rss reader but i really wouldn't be really wouldn't prepare a hell of a lot other than a couple stories in case we ran into trouble Mm -hmm. when glacinator said the word nindies (laughs) i internally snapped for the first time in about 120 episodes (laughs) you totally did i remember I was so fucking furious at that word, Nindies. I, I, the next day, or was that was that live? It wasn't. Was that live? No, that no. was a recorded episode. The, yeah, because the, the next day when I went to work and 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 Roger had asked me how the show, yeah he asked me how the show go, I, I I think I might have even texted him mid show, saying to him make sure you listen tomorrow. Bruce is on a roll. I was so. It was, it was that concept of I was already sick of the console guys shoving it in our faces. Indies, 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 indies. Yeah, all indies I've had on my PC for a lot cheaper for a lot longer. Right? And so you reach that boiling point. And when he said nindies, I, I, it literally was. It was just, that's it. That's the last fucking straw. I've had it with this indie bullshit. And and the war was on. And when I was listening to it in edit, I kind of had a sense at the time uh, that, that that it was going to be pretty good. Uh, but but it, it just, god damn, I have not gotten that furious that fast over a topic in gaming in a long, long time. It was totally, totally, totally worth it. Totally brilliant. What have you guys thought, and Glace, we'll start with you since you've been kind of quiet. What, how have you guys liked or disliked, and I want a completely honest answer, uh, uh, hosting shows? Did I like it? Yeah, I liked it. That was fun. I'd do it again. Well, that's good, because we're probably going to do it some more in 2015. Uh, how about you, John? 
Yeah, I've enjoyed yeah. it. I've enjoyed it, especially especially the uh, the episodes where I actually had a, gave myself a chance to to prepare, other than you know, you know I actually had come up with some things to to talk about before, like just an hour before the show, and I was actually put some thought into it, or even just before the show started. To, to be honest, there was one, there was definitely once where I had forgotten I was hosting, and I kind of scrambled, and and and, they, and those shows ended up being pretty good as well, but. But like, um, you know, I, I can't. I'm just trying to think of a specific one. But I, I know, like, when I actually have a, a plan, things go go pretty smooth, and we can, and and you know, the transitions between topics are a little bit smoother. Um, you know, hosting is fun. Yeah, if 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 I've made any mistakes, uh, and I'm sure there's a laundry list, uh, not. Kind of, I, I won't say pushing, but not kind of encouraging you guys to do the hosting sooner was pro, was definitely a mistake. I mean, I I cannot express enough, again, this year at the end of 2014, I know I did it in 2013, how proud I was of you guys to do that entire episode, Soup to Nuts, except I posted it on the website when I was gone at that wedding. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of times I'm putting responsibilities that are commitments I made onto you guys. And that's, it's not even really for debate. It's just the way my screwy mind works. I don't like doing it if I don't have to. But that episode and the fact that you guys have, have seemed to have fun hosting from my perspective, even you know, even with you guys saying it, and the fact that they were all good shows, I remember the one you're talking about, John. Um, I felt less prepared when Glacinator said, like, 30 minutes before the show, I want to talk about the Nintendo uh, Summit thing, or whatever they call them. Oh, like, the, 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 the Direct, yeah. Yeah, Nintendo Direct. And so I just kind of went for smarmy jackass, and <laughs> Nindies didn't help the fact that I was already thinking about just being a smartass for the whole show. <laughs> What did we, what did, Glacinator, that, I'm glad I just saw this, episode 225. Do you remember that? No. I think you went on a pretty good rail against Megablocks. Oh, yeah, Megablocks suck, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, because that's, you even, you even made the banner live on the show. (laughs) Uh, I hate Mega Blocks. It it came it's across. Not, just nothing, nothing there to be had. This sapping joy from children on Christmas. You know what was worse about that episode for me, and I just saw it in the in the little bit or in the little uh, write up stuff, was the fact that um, I said my sister's kids. When we were talking about something relating to blocks, and I met my sister's school children because she's a teacher, she doesn't have any children of her own. But we, everybody that knows her says her when they say her kids, they mean her students. And listening to that netted, I realized that sounds really bad. Like she's got this herd of children, <laughs> and so maybe I better, maybe I better point that out <laughs> in the show notes uh that that in fact that i was talking about our school children uh let's see do we, do we, do, do we talk about our our toaster 
game? Uh, yeah, we talked about the game creation. Is there something else you'd like to say about the toaster game? And then we just touched on it and whether or not we're going to do it again oh, next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just scrolling through a little bit here and just to make sure we didn't miss anything big. Uh, now that Titanfall's been out, let's do that one real quick because that's just a really quick answer, uh, ask and answer. Now that Titanfall's been out and did okay to above average with no storyline, and then couple that with Destiny that had a storyline but it didn't sound like a real well written one. You think we're gonna see more of that more of that coming in 2015, 2016, and on out, or did that experiment fail, Glace? Uh, well, I certainly hope not, but uh, I don't know. I just think uh, Titanfall had the advantage of coming out first, so everyone hops onto that bandwagon and then forgot about Destiny. So I, I, I don't think we'll be seeing like a, the death of the storyline necessarily, but I could be wrong because people are fickle. So, John? I think both games suffered from being overhyped, and while that's something that's hard to avoid in the gaming industry, like I don't think Destiny was ever going to live up to what to the hype that uh, surrounded it and the expectations that people had. You know, I, I I don't think it's done. I don't think it's done, I don't think either of them did, did poorly, though. You don't you don't hear a lot a lot about them, um, you know, these days, I guess. But but I mean. I, I would think like, like high concept multiplayer games uh, will definitely be something that will will show up again. It may not be on the same uh, crazy scale, I guess, or but I don't know. Maybe, maybe they will. I don't know. But like, it's just. <clears throat> I mean, I, 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 they've all but confirmed Death Who is already going to be made, right? Yeah, they got a a multi year contract. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean Destiny, but they got a multi year publishing deal with Activision, and I sincerely doubt Activision's going to let them take too many years off during that deal. No, I wouldn't say. So, I mean, you're gonna you're, you're gonna see it, um, whether or not it'll be as as. I mean, I, I, th- I think there's room to improve. I I, I I agree, and I, Pat, what Pat said here is kind of what I was going off of, because that's what he told me in in Facebook messages. Uh, Titanfall felt too much like too many other games, watching a lot of long playthrough videos. I did not play the game, so don't get on me. Destiny, I kind of did my own post-mortem of it. By the way, it did better sales-wise than Titanfall by a bit. I won't say a ton, but, but a, good, a good percentage. Destiny, watching a bunch of people's Let's Plays and Long Play videos, watching Pat, watching his videos, uh, reading articles on it after the fact. Destiny was a better hybrid between a straight-up first-person shooter and MMOs than I originally gave it credit for. It's definitely still not MMO-like, and and marketing departments need to work on their phraseology and terminology. But I see a lot of promise in a in a second game like that from Bungie. I, I I'm curious, very curious to see what Bungie does the second time. I'd like to see a little less rapage on the story, but I think Bungie may be onto something. 
you know, I, Pat can correct me if he's still if he's still right there in front of his computer or his phone. Uh, but it seemed like to me Halo really didn't get its wheels under it until three. One and two are all right, but three is really where the Master Chief is God so, <laughs> thing started. Um, yeah, I should point out to Pat saying in the chat that both were good. Yeah, Titanfall was by no means bad, and I know a lot of people had a lot of fun playing it. But it it just felt too much like other games I had played, watching really long playthroughs of it. Um, I mean, there's very I, little replay value to it. I mean, I watched my brother play it when it came out, because he has Xbox One. He played for maybe about a month. And then I have never seen him pick it up again. Titanfall? Yeah. Yeah. See, part of the aspect, John and Inglis, to me, with Destiny, yeah, see Pat saying uh, half the game for full price, and I agree, is they're doing it by DLC, and that's because it's modern AAA publishing. But the way they're adding bits and pieces to destiny to bring back gamers it's dlc like we know it yet it still take it takes some cues and structure from mmos mm-hmm. that is something if tweaked right which i really don't particularly trust activision to do correctly is a concept that could work for fps because it almost would please somebody like Glacinator because it adds a lot of content for a DLC price. You know, there's new raids, new armors, new this, new that. It's almost like an MMO expansion. There's definitely a lot of work to do, but I'm I'm more positive about hybrids now than I was when Destiny first came out and I was ripping on it. Almost back to the old school expansion packs like we used to get for PC. But yeah. we'll see. we'll see. So you think uh like these hybrids will create, you know, the, the re- there's new subgenres to to explore, you mean? I think it's possible. I mean, Quiglin Agent K Agent K's girlfriend, Cass, and a couple other people and I talk about all the time when we're in either Skype or we're in an MMO, that there has to be a way to make some kind of subgenre where you can please people who don't have a ton of time and people who want to spend a ton of time on a game. You know, a Glacinator taught me the best lesson I could ever learn about what players want that like day he played Worm Online with me. It was too labor-intensive. Minecraft was perfect for him. You know, there there's potential to meet people in the middle on that and keep everybody somewhat happy. <laughs> I, I have no delusions of keeping everybody happy. And it doesn't really matter the genre. You know? And I honestly think you're not going to hurt the COD style and Battlefield style market or the pure MMO market because people are always going to want those. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a room for some kind of hybrid mix between a a pure 
you know, you could play it for four years MMO and an FPS you might be done with in six months. Or some other game, RPG. I don't know. Some single-player RPGs are getting up there <laughs> in the time counts. I mean, wasn't that basically it, Glace? And I know I've asked you this before. It was just the amount of effort you had to put in for what you got in Worm was yeah, really what turned you off. There wasn't really, I mean, not necessarily immediate gratification, but just like the gratification was too prolonged. Yeah. It totally is. It, it just felt like busy work to me. When I finish something pretty massive in Worm Online, I feel like I do when I finish the massive project in real life. It's like, you know, I'm kind of worn out by it, but at the same time, I'm very happy it got done. And then these days, I might not play the game for two weeks after that. <laughs> That's not for everybody. I definitely have a certain mindset <laughs> that that appeals to. But I, I, I think if the, if the gratification was more immediate, because I, I assume, Glaze, well, I shouldn't assume, I'll ask you, did, did you kind of like the more medieval, slightly more modern graphics better than Minecraft? Mm, not really. Okay, see, that that, that that would appeal to Glacinator specifically. But that's kind of the, the perk to a lot of people who end up not playing the game. Because it's, you know, they think it's going to be like Minecraft, and it's not. Um, but a lot of these games are social too if you think about it yeah, I mean just for me Minecraft is inherently more visual like when you break a brick in Minecraft you can see like how much it's being broken by you know like the little animation of the, the bricks breaking and I just remember when we were, when we were playing uh, Worm like I was, I was hitting down that fence or something I don't remember what I was doing but like you my were character building was, it yeah, he was just it. like just standing there doing the same hit animation, like just you know just do 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 do. Yeah, you would you would find that aspect more appealing now because they've they've addressed that because a lot of people didn't like it. Like it looked it, there wasn't enough going on with the animations, so that's different now. Almost two years later, or actually, just about two years later. Uh, but yeah, I see what you mean about, about Minecraft, about, you know, the, just the, the, what you see and what you get. Um, but okay. So let's, let's close out the show with this since we kind of went on a little tangent there about hybrid games, but I did want to bring up destiny. Uh, first off, first thing I'll ask you, John, is there any games, not ones we played necessarily that we missed? That we should maybe give a little shout out to. Hmm. You mean like games that came out this year, like in, in yeah, 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 games that came out in twenty fourteen. Hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, if I rack my brain enough, I could probably come up with a couple. But like, uh, Tra uh, Transistor was a game I wish I had played uh, this year, and that was from the makers of uh, of uh, Bastion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Transistor looks really good, and I'm glad that company's got another hit on their hands, but I couldn't stand Bastion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 but for, you know, for myself, I, I, I wish I had played it. Uh, maybe, there's, maybe there's a winter Steam sale coming, but I, I don't think it's available on, on the last-gen consoles. I think it's only on like a PS4 or something like that. 
Yeah, it's but it's available on PC. I've seen it on Steam. Yeah, and, and I know it's on PC. I, I'm just afraid it's going to look like crap on my PC for some reason. But uh, shouldn't? I eh, shouldn't. I suppose. Uh, I'm just afraid to. I'm afraid to waste the money. <laughs> Find I mean, better. I've got a. I've got a quite a bit better graphics card now than I did, and I think you and I were running pretty neck and neck. But, I think we were, yeah. Uh, but the screenshots I've seen of it, I think he'd be all right. Yeah. Um, anything else other than that? Um, that's one that jumps to mind. Um, but I, I think it's more of a comment on the current, on the, on the, on the, on the new gen than the current gen. You know, I mean, other than Blaze buying a Wii U, did it, neither of us bought a new console this year. In a year where they're they're out, you know, they're into their second year, I guess, you know, and there's still nothing that we that we want to get and play that's new. At least up to this point. Yeah, um, Glace, was there any we missed before we jump into that? Because we can definitely jump into that. Uh, I mean, I don't think it came out this year, but I had a lot of fun with Antichamber uh, when I got that on uh, the Hummel Bundle site. Yep, that was a good game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm seeing... I, I love the crafting survival games. I played a new one, another one. Well, I played the one finally with Agent K that he gifted me on Steam. It needs help and work. Um, but it's getting to the point now where there's so many broken ones compared to the gems that that's getting a little out of hand. But I just, I don't know. The traditional stuff, just it just escapes me anymore. Even if, even if uh, Assassin's Creed hadn't had its problems, I just didn't find that all that appealing. Um, you know the crew's out from Ubisoft as well. And it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just nothing grabbing my attention. And that's the thing. The consoles are expensive enough that I, I need more reason to buy them. It, at least the, the, the one and PS4. I'm kind of in Glacinator's camp, or at least the camp that Glacinator was in with the Wii U for the longest time. You know, you just aren't showing enough that's, I, oh, gotta have it, gotta have it. If anything, for me, they're doing a disservice by showing us all this stuff we can play while we wait for something AAA to come along that we want to play. Honestly, on both of those consoles, the only game I kind of really like to get my hands on, and mostly because I like goofy, fun stuff, is Sunset Overdrive. Everything else? Just... Not worth it. Not time for me to dive in. Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I get an Xbox One, and it's it's likely that's the direction I'll go, the Master Chief Collection will be something I pick up. But I'm not super worried about is the multiplayer going to be available. By that, I mean people playing it. That's just more to have a... a a concrete set of all the halos, you know, at this point I've played three to completion one halfway. And that was a long time ago on PC. Never played two. I have not played four played destiny all the way to completion several times uh, and then five's coming. So, but that's still not a reason to plop down almost 500 or 400 some odd dollars for a console to me. 
I guess, John, the thing I'll kick back to you and then you can answer this too. Is it us? I think that's the thing that bugs me sometimes. <laughs> is it us or is this a bigger phenomenon than just us being fussy? Yeah. Um, well, well, I mean, maybe it is. And, and, there's, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. You know? No, no, no. I don't either. I just, I just, I just wonder because I, I the well, games I have played this year, and and the fine people in this audience and others that I played them with, uh, I've had a blast. I've had a fun year in gaming, playing games. Mm-hmm. I just am not feeling that tug to go out and plop down four hundred bucks for a new console. Well, no. I I think because we do the show every week and we're aware of what's going on. I don't think any of us are victims of the hype machine. So I don't think any of us ever get wrapped up in, you know, a, a release coming out or like, oh, I got to get it. I got to get it right now. Or, oh, my gosh. You know, waddling over to Best Buy and throwing down a thousand bucks or whatever. Thanks for making me feel fatter than I already am. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know what I, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> but I couldn't let that pass. I couldn't pass that one up. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I just don't know. I it, I think you're absolutely right. And every year we do this, the more immune to the hype I get. Because, uh, like, I, I and I'll tell you a perfect example that ties right in with what you're saying. I started to get hyped about Dragon Age Inquisition when they showed it at E3. I was like that for about two hours after that presser, and then my brain started going, "Nope, you've been burned worse than you." Have, worse than you would be if you slept with a Mexican sex worker in a cheap hell house in friggin' Tijuana. <laughs> Do not. You know, the, the rationale kicks in. It overrides the hype because we've seen this all fall apart so many times. And Dragon Age, of course, there's a little bit of a special caveat with me. But then all it does is it tempers you until reviews come out. And then once I read a few reviewers that I trust their opinions or, or, or like reading their opinions, I went, uh, okay, I'm screwed. <laughs> you know, and I bought the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. It's way better than the first two ever were. So I thought, I think Lace has actually got the best, probably got it right, that we, we do this so much and we're around gaming so much that the hype's not going to sink through. Yeah, that, I mean, we don't have we don't have buttloads of listeners, so we're not trying to hype other people up either. You know, I I would hope like hell if we even if we did have buttloads of listeners, that we wouldn't be trying to hype <laughs> other people up. I'd rather I'd I'd rather just continue to give my opinion and call it good, and then if we have to go if I have to go back and go well, like Guardians of the Galaxy this year, go well, <laughs> fuck that up. I had no clue what I was should talking be, about. Should be our tagline, uh, WonderPod. We haven't sold out, and we will never sell out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's you know, it's fascinating. Something else I'm not going to get into very specifically or deeply, but I, I, th- I think the gaming blogs had better be very cautious going into 2015. There's a number of, or actually just tech and gaming stuff in general, there's a number of personalities and people and things starting to realize that if you've got the talent, you you can build an audience and do it on your own. And media side of it for 2015, I'm going to be kind of curious to see how this very 
small trend of of personalities and people kind of doing it different because they feel like they're being forced to sell out or they feel like they're being controlled by editorial or marketing and and all that um in fact game over greggy one of the few ign employees what the hell is his name oh shit his game over greggy is his twitter handle that i follow I wouldn't, he he must make really good money with IGN because he seems like somebody that could step out on his own anytime and just be fine. But, so I think media is going to, you're going to see media start to change. That basically is what I'm doing for 2015. Um, Let's, 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 let's put an exclamation point on 2014 for WonderPod with that. Uh, what do you think you're going to see in 2015, John? Or what are you looking forward to seeing in gaming news or nerdy movies in 2015? <laughs> well, me being the Nintendo fanboy, and and I I would like to see what Nintendo uh, continues on with in in this year. Um, they certainly were able to. I mean, I know in terms of numbers, sales numbers, they haven't been able to up as much as they maybe they would like to but they've sold lots of copies of lots of great games and they've and in terms of their library they've got quite something going uh something on right now so i w- i hope to see something that you know that trend continue in in the, in the next year um I, I think nintendo not not that the video game awards mean a whole lot but they got the they got the studio of the year or the uh developer of the year uh nod on that show and um i think they've got the games to, to back it up so I, I i want more when i and especially when i get my wii u back <laughs> I, want, I want to play games damn it <laughs> uh glace what are you looking forward to in 2015 uh definitely to see if nintendo can keep the uh the train rolling uh but really uh i'm interested to see what the heck will happen at e3 this year now that we finally have all the console stuff out of the way thank god you know, will we actually see games that people are interested in playing? I speculation is no, but uh, <laughs> this may be the year that I finally just don't even think about it. But we'll see. I I I think the one thing I'm hoping for in 2015 is there's a couple big budget titles that grab me. I mean, literally, for the last half of 2013 and most of 2014, Dragon Age and Bioshock Infinite were the only two big titles. And I I bought a lot of $10 to $15 titles. <laughs> he is never going to let that go, is he? Pat just said, Oyo will rock in 2015. Ay, ay, ay. Good one, man. Uh, and, and by extension, make me want to buy some kind of new hardware, whether that's upgrade my computer massively or dive back into the consoles again. But honestly, I, I kind of hope that we see a tightening back up of game releases. Because one thing we didn't talk about, because we talked about it a lot during the year, was the fact that how many games got delayed into 2015. I mean, crap, Witcher 3 got delayed again Mm -hmm. just recently. 
And so 2015 is packed with games. I just am going to have to be reminded in 2015 what those were. I think we're going to be surprised about a few games that we were interested in. They got delayed, and so the news cycle stopped hovering over them. Um, and and then, so for me, that means that, yeah, E3, Glaze, there better be a lot of games announced that are are good announcements that are either going to come out sometime in calendar 2015 or early, early calendar 2016. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with Nintendo, Nintendo's got to have some yeah. sort of new IP. I mean, because they already have Smash Brothers out. Pikmin already came out. Uh, we already know that Zelda's coming out. Uh, apparently, there's, apparently we're going to get some Star Fox news soon. But yeah. other than that, I mean, all you have left is Animal Crossing on the Wii U and... Everything has already been put out. Mario Kart's already out. So it's something new is going to have to happen, which I'm interested to see. Yeah, I'm probably the most curious what Nintendo does next. I, I I have to agree with you on that. Because they keep wavering back and forth, in my head at least, looking like they know what they're doing to not looking like they know what they're doing. You know. Okay, one final thing, real quick. Whether you give locally or give to some of the great online charities or other things, it's that time of year, folks. Do me a favor. Uh, if you can and have the finances, donate. There's a lot of people that don't have it near as good as even we do. Those of us listening and those of us taking part. Uh, I've already done both, given locally and 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 given, uh, well, I buy Humble Bundles that I usually never play. So they get free money and I get free games that I forget I own. You could uh, donate to Wikipedia. We keep, uh... If you're going to donate to those guys, donate to archive.org because they're running theirs right now and they're actually a more handy service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but other than that, for one final time in 2015 or 2014, and we thank you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a ton of ways you can do that. You can shoot us a friend request on Facebook. We don't bite unless you ask, and we will accept your friend request. We have a website. It's called wonderpotonline.com, wonderpotonline.com. Uh, we post a lot of stuff there. It's kind of quiet at the moment, but I do post this podcast there where you can get an embedded player. Uh, so if you don't want to listen to it in MP3 form, just want to click on an embedded player and go, you can do it at wonderpotonline.com. If you do like MP3s, we're on iTunes. Got a banging awesome new logo that's probably going to stay for a long time because it is so awesome by our very own Glacinator. If you don't like iTunes, and we know some people don't, we're at archive.org. Just search WonderPod. In fact, our entire catalog of stuff is there. Uh, let's see. We have a Twitter account. It's at WonderPod Online. At WonderPod Online. We've got a ton of YouTube channels. 36Wee's YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, our good friends. Chris Lloyd and his girlfriend Olivia have YouTube channels. Just a ton of stuff. Waterpot Online's YouTube channel. A ton of stuff you can go and see there. Um, but if none of that works for you, one final time, we got an email address. It's wonderpod at wonderpotonline.com. Wonderpod at wonderpotonline.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at O-R-I-G-I-M. Or you can follow John on Twitter. At John Keogh, J-O-N-K-E-H-O-E. Until episode 237, which is going to happen in 2015, A Brave New World, or So Back to the Future 2 told us, I'm out of here. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and all that. See you, people. (laughs) 
Merry Christmas to y'all. Cheers. What did Santa say when he walked in the strip club? I don't know what. I'm about to make it rain, dear. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, boy. That's right. There were three hoes there. Yep. 2016, anybody? <laughs> Please end it. Let's kill it. Say, say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.